This story, part two, is also the beginning of day two of the Great Michigan Bicycle Trip. Like all of Grandpa Hill's stories, this story is as true as I can remember it. Back in the early 1970s, 50 years ago, I was always looking for adventure and a 500 mile bike trip with three other boys seemed like just about the biggest adventure I could go on. The trip did not disappoint. Adventure ran high and at times I would rate the adventure ran very high. Day one was over. We had run into harassment from people along our way and we were the ones considered guilty and threatening. We were rescued from the situation by a friendly and wise officer from North Branch, Michigan. He also had gotten us a place to camp on private property at the edge of the town where he was a police officer. Day two started like day one had ended. This time, we did it to ourselves. One biker cut another biker with his Bowie knife. Now let's see if we can get those three grandsons of mine to sit still on the bench and listen to part of the rest of the story. Picking up at the beginning of day two of the Great Michigan Bicycle Trip. It started uneventful, except for one of the bikers gets seriously cut from making a safety mistake not cutting properly with the knife on a rope. Grandpa, please tell a story. Which which one's bleeding? Um, Bob. No, you. No, Bill, my friend Bill. Bill. The yes, oldest one. I knew because you threw the knife back. No, I didn't throw the knife at him. So in the morning, we got up, we're getting ready to go. We're cutting this cord and they're oh. making a mistake on using a knife. So he's holding the cord, Bill's holding the cord, and Dean, with his big bowie knife, doesn't have enough hand strength, and he doesn't know how to cut. So he just, just pushes harder, and finally it slips, and it cuts across here. All four oh. fingers are bleeding. Cut down, not quite to the bone, but cut completely open. Oh. And we have to pedal. And we have no doctor, no people, no phones, none of that kind of stuff. And no bandages. No, we didn't even, well, we had a little bit of bandages, but we didn't bring, like, a lot of stuff to do that. So we had to get cloth and wrap each of them and try to get the bleeding stop on top of the, you know, we put a band-aid on it for cleanliness, but yeah, then we wrapped it. And we're pedaling along. And we we get all the way to one of the next cities called Vassar, Michigan. Can you say Vassar? Vassar, Michigan. Yeah. Vassar, Michigan has two things that we really 
were interesting. One was one we liked a lot, and the other one was um, what would we say? The other one was uh, unfortunate. It had railroad tracks. Railroad tracks is another thing to try to be safe with with a bicycle and a motorcycle. Stop. Pick it over. No, not stop and pick it over. Cross the railroad tracks at right angles. In other words, if the railroad tracks go across the road like this, Cross it and you this. can go like this way, you'll go into the rails. You'll just it'll grab your bike. You have to go. You have to come up like this and go at a right angle. Then it just goes bump, bump, bump. No big go. deal. <laughs> yeah. So I caught my bike just a little bit. Didn't bend the wheel. But it started to go in and it came back out. But if I had gone in down, that would have lost the wheel. That would have been the end of my trip. Why? Because there's nowhere close. And the closest thing to do would be to go back home. Because we're only out 50 miles. This whole trip, when we get going, I'll, I'll go get the exact number on it. But it's like it's over 200 miles on the trip. Oh, so you actually did stay out. Yeah, we stayed out. We were we were camping in there that day. And then we got to Vassar, Michigan. And the other nice thing about Vassar is that in Vassar, Michigan, what do you think there is? A doctor. We found a doctor that would treat us in the morning. And we needed stitches. But he said, I can't do stitches without your parents' permission. But I can do, and this is something your grandma McQuaid used to do a lot of, and your mom does some. Did you? No, no, butterfly, but, butterfly bandages. Yep. Got them all butterflied up and then wrapped them, and that kept the bleeding stop. And he still has his scars, but we were able to finish the trip that way. And they were all healed. healed. No. Yeah, they ended up healing. So that was the two things in that town. Then we had one more safety item that day, and that was the knife again. Uh, that's not a safety item. Yeah. My friend, and he wasn't really a friend, Dean, the youngest guy, he liked to wear his knife on his hip. Stab, stab. No, not stab, stab. But we were also going through a town oh. called Saginaw, Michigan. And we were going right through downtown on the main high, on the main, uh, it's not a fast-moving highway yeah somebody's gonna see the knife but there are a lot of people and in that place there were people that were different than us okay because we're four white boys and there's and there are dozens of or it seemed like dozens of black children in the area where we're going and it's a hot summer day and it looks like we're trying to make a statement with that knife like we're trying to say, oh, look how big and strong we are. We're just four of us. Okay. And they started, the people there on the longest street started saying things to us and shouting at us. But you can't understand them. And, well, not all the time, but we were pedaling fast. We're trying to get through. And it's like, then we had to stop in traffic. And it's like, and then they start coming out to talk to us and stuff. And we just kept moving. But the point was, we told him, we pleaded with him, just put the knife away. If we have to protect ourselves, we'll protect ourselves. But don't do anything to, like, make people get excited. So, he said, yeah. But the day ended up a little bit better. It ended up being one of our longest days. 
But we got to this farmhouse. And guess where we got to? It was Bill Fisher's cousin. And at Bill Fisher's cousin's house, we could sleep in a barn that night. And we were really tired. And we got fed a lot of food. And the other nice thing when we were 16 years old was that Bill Fisher's cousins, they were almost all girls. They were like 12 girls. And they are really pretty girls and happy girls. And we were boys and we thought this would be a lot of fun. But we then we got... Shy. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't shy. But then they said, okay, all you guys, you sleep out in the barn. Except for Bill Fisher, because he was related to him. He got to sleep in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to sleep in the... You were kind of jelly of Not Bill jealous. No. no. And not really, but a little. I mean, I, th I thought it might be more fun to to uh, sleep, you know, in the house and stay up and talk and play and games and whatnot. Well, you can play with your friends. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> with my boyfriends. But... Anyway, so they, I thought that was pretty interesting. And we got to sleep in hay, just like you see in the movies sometimes where someone goes to sleep in the hay. That's, yeah, hey, 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 we were sleeping in the hay. And that was, yeah, and that was the end of day two. Really? I think it's time to eat. Do you want to eat or do you want to hear day three? I want to hear all the days and then... Day three is like a disaster day. Ooh, yay. Why do you want to hear about a disaster? Come on. Oh, and also something happened that has never happened ever before, I think, and was so unusual and shocking. What? Okay, so we get started on that day. Oh, first of all... Yeah. Oh, no, it was Bill the Cure that had the cuts. Yeah, everybody noticed that because they had to stay managed for quite a while. There was a lot of cuts. We didn't get the we didn't take the butterflies off until like he got up to his grandma's is where we were headed to. So that was quite a ways up. Mm. So day three, day three, day three. Day three, day three, day three. Okay, so we get up, we leave the farmhouse, and we start headed north. And the first thing. Yeah, we have happens. to. No. Oh, yeah, there's... Oh, yeah, the first thing happened before we headed anywhere. There was... I, the girls... Oh, no. Two of the girls came out to visit me. Oh, no. Early in the morning. Oh, I no. was waking up, but I pretended to be asleep. And they were all giggly. And they were playing and goofing around... I don't know what they were doing, but they were having fun, and they like pull on my hair a little bit and see if I'd wake up. Because most of my, you know, my body's underneath the hay. They could just see little bits of what's going on, and I'm kind of half asleep, and I'm letting them have a fun time. I don't care until I have to realize my hair was long then. Grandpa's hair has always been really short like this. And it was like down to here, long hair. So, not, not really, really long, like, but it was long. So, when I did wake up, the girls were squealing because they could see my hair. My hair had bobby pins and bows and clips. <laughs> I looked like some kind of a monster. <laughs> 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 That's what they were doing. 
I and see, I thought they were like twelve, fourteen, sixteen years old. No, the little cousins were out doing it. Five and six year olds. Uh, you were so annoyed. <laughs> It was funny. They took a picture. I don't know where that picture is now, but that was that's how the day started. And you didn't like that. <laughs> oh, it was fun. I didn't it didn't bother me. I was a little disappointed that they were the little girls, but that's okay. Cuz it was still fun to do for them to do that to me. So then we get going and we're pedaling, 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 pedaling really good and fast and then we get where do we go? Oh, we got to go north. Okay. The road's not looking real good. Let's go north. That's where we have to go. We have to go north. Remember, no GPS, just paper maps. And the maps aren't like the North Country Trail maps. They're like not very detailed. They're like street maps. We're getting out into the, into the wild. So now this road becomes a gravel road. And with street bikes with the skinny tires, if the gravel's loose, it's hard to stay. Remember, we have backpacks and heavy loads on the bikes. Yeah, one of the bikes starts to slide. We decide to stop. We decide to stop. We're going to go back. We're not where we're supposed to be. We're gonna, not all the way home. We're just going to go back a mile and get on the other road that's gravel. And it's going to the west, but it's packed. And we get on that other road that's gravel and packed. And just as we're getting on the road and we're getting on our bikes... That's when the most unusual thing happens. A white suburban, like a Bronco or something like that. Bronco. Like it's, a, it's a type of, uh, it's like the early version of what an SUV is today. So one of these vehicles pulls up and there's four girls in the vehicle. And they're asking us if we need help. And we say, yeah, we're lost. And they start to tell us about where to go to get to the park that we wanted to go to for that evening. And actually, we wanted to go past that park, but we wanted to go to that park. That's where we were headed. And they said, well, actually, it didn't say very much at all. We just looked at each other. And then I realized, I said, is that you, Sandy? He says, yeah, is that you, Don? It was my next door neighbor. I'm a hundred, I'm not a hundred miles, maybe 80 miles from home. And my next door neighbor pulls up with her friends, one of her sisters and two friends. And what we do is we all, we all pile into that, into the Bronco. <laughs> and we stack the bikes up on top. There's not enough room to like carry them properly. And we drive slowly to the state park. Wilson State Park. And that's where we That's where we ended up staying the third night. How? At Wilson How State Park. Most of us. You said it was a disaster. Oh no, the disaster. Oh, Dad got that wrong. That was actually pretty good, wasn't it? It was the next night that the disaster ah. was. That was day four. Because we hadn't planned on actually staying in that. We hadn't actually planned on staying in that part. But then day four has the disaster. And it happens with a tractor trailer truck. Oh. Could have easily, easily killed us all. Did it? 
No, it didn't, because I'm alive. You can oh, tell that. I'm telling you in the story. The bikes? No, it didn't squish the bikes. Not really. So we're all pedaling. This is again you learn about the safety too. This is day four. I don't remember getting up day four except for that we're at the state park. We get cleaned up. I don't know what we ate that day, but we were about out of food and we still had several days to go. We're going to go day four. Do you want to hear day four? Or do you want to go and eat? Day four, day four, day four. I don't know. No, let's go and eat, and, and Dad will come out again and do day four. No. Okay. Do you remember where? Can you remember? Can you remember what park I'm in? Wilson State Park. No. Can you please do. Right, Wilson State Park down here. Okay. So when we get up at out of Wilson State Park, we're gonna have to head mostly west. Didn't you say you needed to go north? Uh, we'd done the north part. We thought we had to go north because we were actually going to go to a different park, Hartwick Pines. In fact, in order to remember the whole story, I keep thinking about Hartwick Pines. So that's where we had to stop the story that night, out at the campfire. And we just don't know how I survived. How did Grandpa Hill and the rest of his biking buddies survive an encounter with a tractor-trailer truck? That'll be in the next episode, which will start with Day 4 of the Great Michigan Bicycle Trip.